I think it's like uh, it's cool when you grow up going somewhere. Yeah, and yeah. You spend a lot of time at a place, and then they they make a film about it. Yeah, so I mean, fun. I don't think that's ever happened with my hometown. Uh, mine would just be basically, I don't know, potatoes. Like, have you ever seen Cops? <laughs> it's kind of like yeah. kind of like oh, that. I've seen that. Like a lot of a lot of trailer homes in Math uh, in Idaho Falls. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, welcome yeah. to the Take Forty Three podcast. Oh, my man, Drew Williams. My man. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, dude? How are you, Aaron? Uh, I'm doing great. It's nice to be uh, back. Back in the studio. Yeah, man. Uh, real good time. We've uh, we've had a pretty fun couple of weeks. We shot a new music video. It yep. was a ton of fun. Oh, that was great. Um, about 90% of the way through editing it. Um, just saw the first cut last night. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, I think it's come out really, really well. Just gave Aaron a bunch of critiques and, uh, and got I him blew sweating. my top. No. <laughs> <laughs> got him sweating. Um, but anyway, so we want to kind of get into it quickly today. We yes. have, uh, a, for the first time, a returning guest yeah i think this is really cool yeah it's it fun is. to have someone that uh you enjoyed so much have him back yeah and i didn't get to enjoy him the first time you it's a weird way of putting it but you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> absolutely and um, uh, i was sick uh when he was on the first time and you actually had covid i actually had covid yeah so uh you know we're not going to talk to paul about his origin story we're not going to get into all that nitty-gritty detail mm-hmm. we are here to talk today about so called the river his movie that is being released today march 25th but that being said I want you guys to go back and listen to episode 19 uh, with Paul Schulberg to get yeah. his origin story. I, I also want you to go back and listen to episode nine with Graham Sheldon right. because he was the cam op and the producer for this film as well. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, so called the river. It's about a documentary filmmaker's research on a town's mysterious benefactor that ends up unearthing an unexplained evil while staying at a local resort. How cool is that? That sounds pretty cool. It sounds very interesting. It's based on the best selling novel by uh, Michael Corita. Um, and so I'm super interested. I don't really know much about about it. I'm uh, as excited to watch it as anybody. Yeah. Uh, should we check out the trailer? So excited. Let's do it. Okay. Mr. Bradford, my name is Erica Shaw. I'm supposed to find out about your past. Hello. You messing with me, Campbell? <laughs> what brings you to West Baden, Miss Shaw? I'm a filmmaker. You're making a documentary about the hotel? Uh, I wouldn't really use that word to describe it. It's more of a character profile. If there's anyone you want to know something about, I am definitely the one. Campbell Bradford? I don't know what the story is or the angle, but we definitely don't have anything until we find out who Campbell was when he was here. Or can that be? He made his name in blood. No one could touch him. Certain stories, they just refuse to die. You want to know about me? You did this! Hello? Someone in here? This Campbell curse. Run now. You'll probably make it out. What have you done? What have you done? Just imagine the story we'll have to tell once this whole thing is over. It looks dope. I love a good, awesome. uh, I love a good thriller, a good dark thriller. Um, yep. So I'm super, I'm super interested to see kind of what it's all about. Yeah, absolutely. As I mentioned, at kind of at the start when we were kind of fading into the to the podcast, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, <laughs> I grew up going to this resort as That's a kid, right. like That's actually right. where they filmed it. And yeah. It's, when uh, you were 
also just there too. I was there last week yeah. at a, given a uh, seminar. Yeah. yeah. A keynote speaker and then uh, spoke at a high school close to there. It's, it's just crazy. Uh, did it's you, very full circle. Did you unearth an ancient evil by any chance? I did not, <laughs> but my room key did say so cold the river. Oh, that's cool. They, they had a lot of advertising and we'll get into that with Paul. That's of course. super cool. Let's uh, give Paul a call. Sounds good. Hello. Paul, how are you, man? Good. How you doing? Good. Long time no see. Long time no talk, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's been a while. What's cool about this conversation is you are our second guest. You're our first guest to ever be on here twice, yeah. and Aaron has still never met you. So Aaron, Hi, Paul. meet Paul. <laughs> Hello. Hey, nice to talk to you finally. This is cool. I uh, feel like I feel like I know. I feel like you were pre- like you had a my uh, my presence loomed large yes, over there. there was, <laughs> you were like a like a ghost haunting the, the whole thing. You know what? That's um, exactly how I want to be thought of as well. So that uh, makes yeah. me super happy. Well, yeah, and I feel like I know you too because I actually edited that that episode as well. And so yep. so I'm like I feel you like I know Paul. You've listened to me talk a lot. Yes. Yeah, that, that's that right. That's right. <laughs> well, so glad to finally meet you. I mean, I was I was definitely like excessively bummed last time uh, because you know uh, we've had uh, several guests on. You were the first writer director, and my uh, career path is going towards writer director. Yeah. I've done a couple short films, and so I was really excited. Ah, nice. Yeah, so I was like I was like cool. I get to talk to a, a writer director and then lo and behold i got sick which by the way turned out to actually be covid <laughs> yes it was nice and that was the pre-vaccine that was it was pre it was pre-vaccine yeah it was still Ooh, 2020 you got, like the hipster, the hipster yeah COVID, I mean, yeah like. that's right yeah i had the, i had a uh, covid before the vaccine so you know yeah, pre- pretty yeah. cool but yeah also like a little more rare back then to know somebody that had it and so yeah um, you're actually if you if you have had covid and it didn't mess you up it's like Good now. Yeah. It's yeah. All, you know, like I, yeah. that. Uh, I like super immunity. I think uh, yeah. I, get, I get great cell service. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Loving it, man. Uh, man. Well, it's it's so good to have you on. I know that uh, a, a couple of weeks ago I approached Aaron. I was like, man, we should have Paul back on. Not only because just our conversation last time was amazing, but, you know, you have this film coming out. When this gets released, we're recording this on Sunday, March 20th. But when this comes out, this will be on the 25th of March, which the is day of release. the day of release yeah. for So Cold nice. the River. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. so that's pretty exciting. I know you got a super busy week ahead of you too. So yeah. So I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us uh, yeah. about yeah, this. No, no, not I. This is one like I. I just really enjoyed both of my previous uh, interactions with Drew. And yeah, cool. just, sweet. Uh, this is like don't let him He's terrible. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's just he's just fooling yes. you all. Nice. Well, <laughs> I love it, man. Well, it's crazy and very full circle story. Um, and we told the listeners in our intro to go back and listen to episode nineteen, which was had all of your origin story. We talked about Miss Whitelight and then we briefly discussed So Cold the River because it was just getting into post-production at the time and there wasn't a ton of information on it. Well, now without releasing too much, I would love to chat as much as we can about it. Uh, Obviously, Aaron and I haven't seen it yet. We haven't watched it. Yeah, I've uh, watched the trailer. Super, super interested in it. We're going to watch it on Friday when it when it's released. Nice. Um, nice. So, being a you know writer director, also, um, I think you know let's get right into it. Let's start at the beginning with with the writing of it. So, I'm I'm really curious. This was a best selling novel, yeah. uh, and so I'm curious how did the opportunity for you to adapt this come about? It's like like everything else in in the film world, um, particularly the indie film world. It's one of those like random set of circumstances that are not repeatable like right, no one's path right. is repeatable and and this definitely was uh, it's a pretty niche pathway to adapting a best-selling novel so right, yeah, right. i i had made miss white light and um michael the author uh, michael carita he um he had seen my work and um he had been 
he had had this like versions of so-called the river had been through all the various Hollywood ups and downs, uh, turnaround, you know, right. repurchased by different, I mean, so many, so many people were going to make it. Yeah. And he watched it become a bunch of different things that, um, weren't things that he liked. Right. Um, at, over, over time. And, um, and finally, I think he just wanted to, um, First of all, it was so key to him that it could be made in Indiana, and none of the the studios had any interest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, they like the hotel, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, hotel. It's going to be a hotel or whatever." And I don't want to speak for him, but um, th- uh, it's my understanding that they they weren't particularly interested in shooting it in Indiana. Right. <laughs> and right. Michael's entire inspiration for this book came from the hotel. Right. Yeah. So. Um, that was it. so in that sense. So he, we had like, he had this property that it, it just that multiple tries with, with bigger studios didn't, wasn't going to work. I met with them because he had, I, I'm, you know, one of the only active feature filmmakers in, in the area. For sure. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, 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 it's just, I mean, there are people, I don't want to like disparage it. There are sure. tons of people making like independent films, but um, at, at just even my small level, there's not a lot happening right. and um That's why it's he had so seen my stuff and liked it and through through various people um i i ended up i knew that it was something that was kind of being like talked about um i know that the zach at, at pegasus had been like he'd mentioned many times like hey do you know do you know this novel do you know this person i know that they, he, he might be interested and you hear this stuff all the time and it never really becomes anything but then i I read the novel and was the first, you know, two things. One, I loved it. And two, I thought there's no way that like we can make this on a small scale. Right. Um, like in the novel, there's a lot going on. That if you know anything about film that can't be done cheaply. Right. Um, there's a straight up tornado. In the oh. like, <laughs> like it's, cake. It's, not, it's not like in the distance. It's, it's, it's part like of the story. Yeah. 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 It's like, and um, so I met with Michael and Michael had had you know Michael and um, the people at at Cook who who own the hotels mm, right um, and Pete Pete Yonkman who's a, the CEO of Cook they they really love this story and they always have and Michael and and Cook were like we you know we're trying to figure out a way to to do this and I went there having by the time I met with Michael I had I had read it uh, several times and I went there with kind of two mindsets. One was, if you want me to just write it, I assumed because I had never adapted anything. I assumed that Michael was going to just say like, I want you to make the book right. into movie form. Right. Like, like do, just do, straight do, across. Do, yeah. Yes. And I, and I, I just like, that was too big. Yeah. Um, it was too big and, and too, and too much for, for a movie size. Right. Um, so I kind of went with two approaches that, um, I, I basically said, like, if you want this to be just like a real paint by numbers, trying to get every part of it in there, I will give it my best shot. And I'll, I'll you know, I, I think I could craft something, a pretty, you know, a good version of just doing exactly what the book is. But I don't like I wouldn't be able to direct that. I wouldn't know how to. Right. It's, it's too much. Um, so if you want me to just do that, I'd be happy to do it. But if you want kind of a more specific take here's my here's what i would want to direct right and i kind of pitched him on this 
this take that I had, I, I kind of distilled what I thought, like I basically, when you pitch on a, and again, I've done this once, so I'm not like, right. <laughs> don't yep. do, like I'm not giving like, you know, like this is how you do it. Here. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's my belief that if you're going to pitch on a property, you, you're better off actually going really specific and just being like, this is what I could crush. And totally. if you don't want this, I'm not the right person. Yeah. Um, and just take that, take that real swing instead of trying to be like, I'll do whatever you want. Um, right. So I, I, I pitched something very specific that I felt like when I read the book, certain things jumped out at me that I thought were crucial. Right. Uh, and I was like, this is what this story is about. Everything that's not about this, we will keep, we will toss and we'll add stuff to support this. But this is what I want this to be about. And I kind of went in with the approach of like, if you've read the shining, um, yep. and you've seen, you've seen the shining, um, they're not like, they, that's not it's what the book is. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Not, but, but yet I honestly feel like it, it honored the book. I think I know Stephen King would surely disagree oh, yeah, yeah, with he this, hates but the shine. <laughs> he hates it. Um, and understandably, and, and um, and they did a a mini series um in the nineties where they did it like oh with Stephen Weber, like, yeah, yeah, Stephen Weber from Wednesday. Yep. And you, you remember your favorite scene from that mini series? Because because I sure. Is, uh, oh man, I'm um, trying to remember. But, I, I think I actually right, saw it I mean, on it, YouTube it, a couple it, of years ago. <laughs> it, it was it was just a you know an eight hour made for TV movie and it hit every beat of the novel. And I love the novel. I, I yeah. read that novel. I read the novel before I ever saw the movie. I read oh, it when wow. I was a kid. I've read it many times. I love that novel, but Kubrick, I, I, that to me is how you adapt. I agree. You come I totally in with a strong you. take and you, you take the real swing and you distill it down and it has to become its own thing that mm -hmm. works entirely in a visual medium. Yeah. You find we were working with a very low budget. So I knew this had to be character driven and, um, it, it needed to live on tension. We weren't going to get, we couldn't afford tension release. Right, we couldn't afford right. like explosions and, and weather patterns and, and, <laughs> you know, uh, a ton. Of, there's also a lot of period piece in the book, a lot more oh, of the, of, yeah. and you, again, you do, you go back in time, like things start getting so expensive immediately. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I pitched a real specific version something that I thought could be made on a budget that made sense. Um, or the budget that like that everyone kind of wanted to operate in. Um, and I even, I came in also with, with the take, I, the take to, to really boil us down that the big, the big takeaway I had from the book was ambition. This is a horror film about ambition. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I wanted to go, I wanted to lean more horror and less, um, less of horror thriller. And the novel is very much horror thriller. Um, and you know, that's that's one of the areas that Michael is really an expert uh, novelist in hmm. is the horror thriller combo. Um, and I love I love his novels because of it. But thriller costs a lot more than horror. But but there's with a thriller, there's always like usually big physical culminations of something. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Um, you, like you need to see the the car crash or you need to see the building right. explode. Yeah, or you yeah. need to see this and that. And with horror, you could, there's a, but you could do that, but you could also just stab have it be people. a shadow or yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I can see and that. So amb you can do a lot more suggested was, and hinted at rather than in your face. Yes, gotcha, you gotcha. Could, yeah, that's. Yeah. I prefer those kind of movies, and also they're the ones you can afford to make. Agreed. And I, I, so my pitch was: this is all. This is a horror film about ambition, hmm. and because it was a horror film about ambition, and because we're taking. Um, a character that's a documentary filmmaker and putting them in a hotel. It's not the same as a writer. I thought a couple things. One, we're dipping into The Shining because mm -hmm. just because of that, we're sticking an artist 
in a hotel and having right. their and 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 so the big the big pitch I had and this came right at the first thing was um we need to make the main character a woman. Awesome. Um because the, the expectations if this character is a man, A, we are suddenly just compared to the shining and I do not want anything I That is not a comparison made. you want to invite. No. <laughs> Doesn't matter how <laughs> great your movie's gonna be, it's yeah. never gonna be the, the most visually haunting film of all time. Don't do yeah. it. Um, yeah, let's, just don't. Let's not, and, and secondly, we have expectations for we've seen a million times we've seen men test their their will and right. their morality in horror films and we love that and we accept it women are almost always they women are leads in horror films a lot but if they're victim 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 and then they're they're they're, they're the champion that overcomes yeah or, yeah um and but it, it it leaves a to me it's not it's not a very interesting moral uh character spectrum yeah, yeah. um and i think it's a true with a lot with a lot of roles for women is that they're they they have to be a very they're, they're not given as many um nuanced options um yeah for the, they, they just aren't getting offered those those roles which is a, a travesty and so i thought like if we if if we make the main character a woman we're able to play with audience audience expectations and and, and really it creates tension in and of itself because you're not used to being able to see women play these complex morally ambiguous characters yeah. I mean, I think having the support of especially who you chose, and we'll get into talking about Bethany here in a little bit uh, as that main character, you said you had ambition in the screenwriting process, which I think is huge. And I think that's going to reflect on screen pretty well. But something I was thinking about in the production process, and I saw it firsthand last week when I was there, was you have support. And you mentioned Cook yep. and you mentioned people being down with the the project. And that's a huge part of the production process. But I cannot tell you how much support you have for this premiere on Friday. Like I was down there, like I said in the intro before we hopped on the phone, I was at a photography and a cinematographer seminar talking and I was lucky enough to stay down there at French Lick at the casino and our, my room key said, so cold the river. And there was a poster when you walked in and there was a TV playing it and there's in the casino, there's like this light up thing. It's, it's, it's everywhere. And I think that's so cool to have that support in the production process. Uh, not trying to jump from the screenwriting process all the way into that no, production no, process, it's, but it's I, really unique. It is it's really, really unique. unique, and especially um, for that area. And it's yeah. and I I can't express like how cool it was to see that support in it, that. It's area. funny. I haven't been down there since the morning after the rap party. Very cool. Um, because I mean, I lived there for two months, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I was scouting there for for half a year before that, and um, I I it it became a workplace for me. This majestic yeah. place became like an office. Mm -hmm. So I left the morning after wrap. I haven't been back since I'll be going down there later this week for the first time in uh, over two years. Good. And I, I've had some friends. So it's funny. Cause I, I kind of live a double life. Like I don't talk about what I do when I'm dealing with like, you know, my son's like little league basketball stuff. <laughs> sure. and I, don't, right. I just don't talk to like the basketball dads about it. And a couple of them went down for like a golf trip. Yeah. And they're texting me and they're like, dude, you make movies? What the hell is going on? You're everywhere down here. That's and, awesome. And so um, I got them to swipe a couple of those room keys for me. Uh, yeah, dope. I, yeah, I love cool. those things. Yeah, man. Um, and you keep yours, Drew? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. I have it in my office right now, actually. I kept, nice. I kept both of them and I took photos. They're really cool. Yeah. They are. They are um, really cool. It's just awesome to see that uh, support. And I think that plays a huge uh, role in the production process. And it's it's very visible already without even seeing the film. It's cool. 
Yeah, no, it gave us it, the access we needed to, to be able to even start to wrangle a space that big. It, it first, it seems like, oh, we get all our production value. Boom. It's this building. It's amazing. And, and if, if they wouldn't have given us the amount of time we had to shoot in there, we, we it would have been like if they didn't support it, like way beyond just letting us in there, we would have had no chance. Like it ends up like it's it's for a for our DP to have to light that atrium. Um, I did not realize what I was asking her to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could kind of get it. But you think like, oh, the atrium takes care of itself. And she's like, do you want it to be lit like a movie? Or do you want it to look like <laughs> open, like, open flat light, like normal daytime? Right. Do you want it to be like the website for the hotel? Or do you want it to look like, <laughs> like the movies you're talking about? Yep. Um, and you realize like, oh my God, the amount of lights needed to make the oh, place man. look way darker, but still be lit is, right. is staggering. It's huge. Staggering. That place is massive. Yeah. I can't imagine. It really is. So you guys had to shoot at night, right? Um, Except for we had one day atrium scene. Oh, okay. um, but yes, it was a lot of a lot of night shoots just because obvious reasons with the like we had, you know, toyed with the idea of how can we not have sunlight coming through this massive dome? It's right. like, no, nope, it's it's like that those days were all and we also had like <clears throat> a lot of night exteriors, too. So mm. it was a very kind of taxing you know, dead of winter, all overnight shoot. Like it was a lot. Yeah. I was actually was just going to ask about the, about the production schedule. So uh, what was the schedule? Like how long was it? And you said it was almost entirely night shoots. We had, let me think. I think we had 27 production days. And you okay. rented out the entire hotel, I believe, right? N- well, well, no, because the hotel is part of funding the film we got. So basically it was it was kind of a big push pull negotiation because we I, at first they're just like oh we'll just block this area off and it's like no nah, I don't think you understand what film production is going to actually do to a space and what we're going to need right so basically I think that they closed down we got them to close down the atrium for like I think the whole the hotel was closed yeah. we got them to close the hotel for I think two weeks oh wow and so we were able to do all the atrium stuff and then we completely redid the pool area for the movie and when you see it you'll see it's it's completely different than what it actually looks like i saw you laid a tub over yeah. the hot yeah. tub didn't you yeah yeah <laughs> and, and we um it's that like the construction to get that whole thing set up so and we cool. we just for two weeks we we did have we kind of got all of our major hotel spots the not like we could shoot in room in the room like um when people were back in there um, but we, we try to get as much of the interior hotels we could get in those two weeks. That was a, mm. and if they wouldn't have shut down for two weeks, but the other thing is like a hotel is built to cater to way bigger size than a film crew. Yeah. So true. like, yeah, we had that, we had all of that working for us. That's true. Like they, they like the people that worked at the hotel, a lot of them became like essentially we're Ex- working on our film. Yeah. They were um, like extras, right? I had a couple of not friends. Just extras. I mean, talking like, like if you work in, if you're normal, if you do food service at the hotel, you're doing you're crafty, you're right? doing yeah. food service for the film. Right. It's like, it's right. that kind cool. of, that kind of thing. And, That's cool. and we ended up Love getting it. treated really well because of it, because it was people that like, it was, it, the infrastructure was there to take care of a lot of people. Right. But that probably yeah. helped with some of the logistics as well. Having your crew, basically living on set as well right yes okay it helps it helps time-wise yes 
psychologically, it does start to take a toll when I'll you're bet. like, I'll I'll even on set. That's yeah. good though, man. That's the shining mentality, right? Like go, go <laughs> no, a little crazy it, yeah, while you're making it. It, <laughs> it, it definitely uh, tested tested the sanity of everyone. Huh, interesting. It's really, really cool. Did um, So did the crew stay in West Baden or did they stay at French Lick? Or Because I saw maybe a couple of hallway scenes where we're in a, maybe it could potentially a different area, different hotel. <laughs> So we shot. I don't know what uh, I can say, Paul. I don't know what I can say. <laughs> right, right. I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to figure out what I can say. Um, right, right. We so initially, you know, one of the things everybody was excited about was like, oh, the curved hallway. Right. It's like the curved hallway is really cool in real life, but when you set a camera up, guess what? You get no depth. Hundred percent. You get terrible sight lines. You can't like. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's that didn't just didn't work. We shot the 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 major hallway scenes. We did shoot at French Lake because they had more yeah. of the. That long straight thing, um, and we even had to do some like weird uh, construction stuff to alter the aesthetic of the hallway oh. to give it to give it the like effect we needed cool. there. But the the curved hallway initially seemed like it was going to be great, but then I just realized like you just lose that that depth, you know that that long straight the perfect lines of the mm-hmm. long hallway um, and. French Lick is so, uh, you know, their, their fixtures, their carpet, everything is so beautiful that you, you could easily, they matched perfectly. Like you could look at the two and just be like, this, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, you can't, no one else knew that. The only reason I knew that was because I was, I was there. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting watching it with all the people that know that space really well. And they're, yeah. they're going to just be like, what is what did you do to the pool? Like that is not there. That's not what that looks like. Yeah. Was, yeah. So I actually, when I was there, they went ahead and did this uh, official West Baden tour. So the tour guide gave us the tour. They actually talk about the movie in the tour now, just to let you know, which is really cool. Nice. Uh, they, they do add that in at the, at the very end, which I think That's is fun. Cool. But uh, I did kind of peep around and w- I watched the trailer the night before. And then I went into the pool area and I was like, Oh yeah, they, uh, Yep, that's different. And then I was just like, <laughs> yeah, "That's cool." Yeah. I, I think because you don't notice that in the trailer, it's just fun. It's just fun to see that stuff, right? And it's it, the thing is like, there's there's a great scene where, um, in the book with the uh, with those mineral baths. But if you go into the real mineral baths right now, they're like they're so small mm-hmm. that you couldn't shoot anything in there. It's it's so tight, and and I love the way that that pool looks. And I just thought like, is there a way we could make this a thing and so it was just about like spending a lot of time in the space and yeah and, and kind of creating uh a mythology that that was um neither the book nor the hotel it was you know the yeah. the part that like you're actually hired to do which is think up cool stuff right right <laughs> like, yeah i love that yeah I mean, it, that's the important that's at the end of the day that's all that really matters is that you make it work in the context of the movie. You have to, yep. you want to take like the, you want to take the history of the hotel, the actual history of the hotel into account. You want to take the actual stuff in the book into account. Those have to be important. And if you've done your work and like studying that and learning what those are about, then you should be comfortable enough to know where you need to, at the end of the day, like I want this to look a certain way. Yeah. So I have to change stuff to make this look a certain way. Yeah, totally. And it gives a kind of unique look having like that, you know, that claw footed uh, tub in a pool area. Like that's not really a thing you see very much. So it's right. giving and you it, something a little unique. Like, yeah. yeah. It, it's, it, it's like nothing else. And, and why not? Because so is the entire hotel. 
Right. It's not right. like once you've seen the atrium, you're like, yeah, I'll believe anything. Is there a giraffe like in the basement <laughs> that we got to ride right. around? Potentially, or? there's like a story there where they they actually used to have the circus go into that atrium. So oh, I'm not real? not even kidding. That was on the tour oh, too. Wow. So you're not. I mean, yeah. There you I, go. I, I, yeah. That makes sense. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so from from one star of the movie, which is the hotel, to your other star, uh, Bethany Joy Lenz. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious to talk about her, how she got involved in it. Obviously, you know, he did some uh, did some auditions and stuff like that. Why, why did you choose her? I guess the the short way of getting at what I'm getting at. I mean, at the you know, at a real basic level, um, I chose her because the second I heard her read, I just knew. Just know, yeah. Um, and, and when you when you're looking, and we looked at a lot of people, um, and part, one of the the things that I really liked about this setup was um, I was able to. Um, for a lot of these roles, because we had, again, because we had support in a way that you normally don't have on an indie film, mm-hmm. we basically had institutional support. I was able to um, go for actors that would read. Like, there were definitely some, like, offer-only people that right. were just like, I was like, no, you know what? Like, why wouldn't I? Normally, you don't have that luxury. You're, you're, you just have to, like... Yeah. you're chasing you're chasing a name to get the money and the money to get the name and it's just this back and forth thing yeah and and this time i was able to have a little bit of leeway to actually like hey why don't we get the best people yeah shocker that's a people. crazy like, thought yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and and the people that want it yeah like the yeah. Pick, and, and i saw so i see this tape and i'm like oh my god like this is the well, this is the person everyone knew it right away. It was just mm. like, okay, this is forget it, this is happening. And I think because I don't, she's she's huge in in her world. Yeah, she's she's I mean she's got millions of followers and and she's I, I can't tell you how many people have have talked to me about this movie just because of her. Yeah, I think yeah. even one of the YouTube comments I saw, it was like one of the first YouTube comments that are the trailer was like, I'm so excited to see her doing something like this. And she's mostly, you know, come from the world of soaps and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I remember yes. one and, and way, way more people that are like going to come to this movie because of her. Yeah. Um, it's and great. I, so I didn't know this because I, I've never seen one tree hill. I don't like, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. So I didn't know any of this stuff. I just knew like she has an amazing amount of credits. They just weren't, they didn't line up with like the kind of stuff that I tended to watch. Right. So at the time, before I looked her up, I thought I was like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm discovering like this phenomenal talent. And then I was like, Oh no, no, no. She's discovering us. Right. Uh, Right. Like like she, she's good. We like, like she's doing like, she's like, we're really lucky that she, you know, and, and she's looking, she's a great actor and she's just looking for, for, meaty roles to do you know yeah, like totally. and, and so she 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 went for it and she she just came and took this role away from everyone immediately it was hers huh. um and I, I believed every word she said uh, at a reading a tape you know you tape these things and mm. usually you got somebody on the other end that doesn't doesn't want to be there or has done right. 10 different ones for you that day yeah and when i'm sitting there going like i gotta know what happens next um and not like oh i hate everything um, which is usually what you feel like. Um, I knew right away that she was it. So b- beyond j- her just being good at it, was there anything about her that like spoke to the the character that that specifically worked? This character is very complex and very not one thing. Cool. Um, this this character has to 
believe what she's doing and also know she's angling at the same time. It's there's a two. That was like always the catch. There mm-hmm. were like a lot of people can nail the sincerity and a lot of people can nail like I'm up to something. She was the one who was able to like have that layer of this feels real, but mm-hmm. I'm aware that this is also some of the shit I'm up to is a little like uh, maybe I'm not fully trustworthy. Hmm. Interesting. Um, cool. Yeah. That it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's like a, it, it felt lived in. She, she, she just brought that quality. To yeah, that's it huge. wasn't like, yeah, look at, look at my chops. I could do all these things as an actor. I could cry here and I could, I can make you laugh here. She was funny. That was the other thing. Like hmm. I, this is not a comedy at all, but as a, as someone who writes dialogue, um, I do not ever want an actor that, that doesn't have a sense of humor and doesn't get that because they totally like, get that. So, yeah. Yeah. She, her ear for dialogue, her time, her comic timing. It was all like that. Plus just, she just, I don't, it, it's, it's, it, it is a little tough to like nail down. Um, but if I, if I was going to like dissect it, it would just be her ability to have the, those two layers to that character simultaneously operating. Right. That's really um, cool. Which, which was really cool. I mean, yeah, it seems, you know, she makes it easy, right? Uh, she already knows what she's doing, yeah, but you get the right actor. They'll just, you, know, yes. you, don't, have to, you don't have to do a ton of directing, right? Like, they- <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, in the, I've been lucky on all my films to actually be like always punching way out of my weight class with the right. actors I got. Like, so I've, I've, I've been able to work with a lot of great actors. Um, but when, when you get, um, one of the great things about having seen someone read is, uh, you know, you know the the bare minimum of what they're coming with. Mm. Um, and my mm. old thing was, I how about we don't cast anyone that like if they don't do anything, it's still going to really work. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. They yeah. ended up the, the the amount of work that she put in and the rest of the cast put in, they they just blew me away and and, and exceeded all my expectations. But um, you it, it casting is if, if you cast well. You could, you could then, and I wanted, I knew that there was a lot of like visual stuff happening in this thing that I needed to be, um, I couldn't just be like, all right, DP, just go do what you do and I'll trust it. It'll be good in the edit. Like I, it, it all was, I, I knew I was going to spend a lot of time on a lot of like, like overseeing a lot of stuff, mm. um, and making sure it feels right visually. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to just have, the entire time just trying to make sure we're getting the feel of the scene right with the actors mm-hmm. because th- I knew that they, they just brought, they came in with so much. I still, that's still like my favorite part. Um, but you just, it, it, it felt a lot less like, Oh shit, we have to make this scene work and more like, here's a little idea. Let's see what we could do. Like I knew that's that fun. like, yeah, it was always going to work. Yeah. Um, and that was a really, really important to me. Hi, I'm chili dilly, the personality pickle. Packed in a jar for the freshest flavor. Served cold in a sack for you to savor. So dainty to eat, no muss, no fuss. An ideal snack for all of us. Crisp, tender, and tasty with a bit of spice. Buy one now. Taste how nice. Snack bar clerks will knock themselves silly. Speeding your order for a real chili dilly. What what kind of tricks do you have uh, up your sleeve when you are you know directing not only actors but when you are you know giving direction to the DP? That's uh, our question list here. Actually, you know what tricks do you have for actors? But really, what tricks do you have when you're communicating with a DP? Because you just said that uh, you want to communicate, and those they both bring so much. Mm. Well, I, I learned so much 
um, on on how to work with the DP on this film. Um, it was a different, the, the level of prep was 10 times more than any film I'd ever done. Mm. Um, and I, I find it's the same thing though, with an actor, if you cast the right DP, um, that's 90% of it. Ain't that the truth? Drew, um, Drew is actually my DP. And so I know exactly <laughs> he and I, I mean, yeah. we're, we're great friends anyways, and we see eye to eye on stuff Makes and it easy. shooting a movie with Drew is the best because he knows what I want sometimes before I know it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's so key. And Madeline Kate Kahn, who is the DP on this and she is, she is every bit, her, her work on this film is every bit of a star as, as anyone, anyone in it. Um, and so it starts with, I mean, again, we went through a lot. I, I can't tell you how many DP reels I poured over. Um, and hers, like, you want to find the reel where it's like, I wonder if they can do this. You want to find the reel where it's like, oh, man, they're doing amazing stuff. I'd love yeah. to take their aesthetic and apply it to this movie. Then you don't have to create an aesthetic. Right. They have an aesthetic and you find a way to take your vision and their aesthetic and it should blend. And if yeah. you love their, if you love what they do and what they do fits with like what you want to go for, you're then just, it, you're then just playing around and trying for something in prep instead of trying to explain what, what lighting, like what lighting should look like in this world. Like, you know, no, they, they could do anything. Um, and, and she, so in working with her really with, with the DP, if you're, if you're figuring out how to talk to them and you're on set, you've already, it's over. You, you blew it. Right. Like that, that, like the amount of time and the amount of time that what I love about Madeline was as a director, I'm always just demanding so much time from everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I just, I'm expecting or, or they want my time, but I'm expecting them to have done all this, all this prep work. And I'm just like, here's what I want. Here's a lot of stuff. Go do it with her she would match that or exceed it every time. Like she would be like, can we, can we you got three hours. It's like two in the morning. Uh, I'm not, I'm not tired. Can we talk about this shot mm -hmm. for three hours that cool. we're going to be doing in three and a half months. Oh, that looks so fun. Um, it's so like fun. <laughs> it, when somebody comes with that kind of like dedication to getting it right, it makes sense. That's why her stuff looks great huh, awesome. because of that. The, like it's, it's not, it's not easy to work, to work like that. And, and I mean that in the best way possible. Right. Like I've had situations where it's like, oh, this is easy. We're making, we're making our days and yeah. everyone's chill. And it's like, you get in the post and you're like, Ooh. We, maybe we shouldn't have made that day. Maybe right. we should have had a little <laughs> more like, uh, like, um, and with her, you're, you're, it's always like we have, oh, we have three and a half minutes. Let me see if I can get this set up. Let's, cool. let's, we talked about it. I know you want the setup and this is why, you know, it's like, God damn it. You're throwing my words back at me <laughs> yep, and yep. now I can't say no. And then, so it, it, it was, it was so much work, but she, she, she didn't just want to do it. She had to do it. And, and it's nice as a director to have collaborators that have to get it right. Yeah. Is in their it, head. It, I love that. Ain't that the truth? Um, that's ex exactly what it's like with Drew and I. Drew will, like, I'll have this idea. I'm like, I ought to do this. Like, I think we can get this done quickly and easily. And Drew will be like, what if we did this instead? It'll be a little bit harder, but we should do that. And I'm like, right. Shit, he's right. He's totally right. We should do this. But so we, shit, this will be hard. We got to. We got to do it. <laughs> but having having those other people that, that push you as well is, I mean, it's is what it's all about, really. Um, yeah. You know, everything you say, it sounds like so much fun. Shooting a movie is such a blast. You get to tell your story. Uh, but, man, there's challenges. Just making movies is hard. Uh, what were some of the challenges he had on this? Oh man, um, <laughs> or even just one of the I biggest mean, ones. Okay, well the the hardest thing uh, 
by far was shooting. Uh, we had to shoot a child in a body of water at night when it was 17 degrees. That sounds really hard. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it was less than seven. It was less than 17. I, I, I think it was more like 12. Oh man. That's um, cold. and so we have night shoot with a child sag mm-hmm. actor. So we've got like immediately, like you've already got like a million rules around it. Everything's cut in half. Everything yep. you can do is cut in half. Yep. Um, and then it, we had, I mean, it was, it was so difficult. We had a guy like if to put someone in water at that temperature, we were told we had like the fire department there mm-hmm. and they're like, you get two tries on this shot. Oh man. Otherwise you, this person could go in twice and then it's four hours of heating up because of hypothermia. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, we, we didn't with a child, you, even on a normal situation, you, you really can't take that kind of break. You kind of had to nail it. Um, so all of that stuff, we got snowed out the second half. On, we had two days out there by like the river. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm putting that in quotes cause you're never going to know what, what, like where we actually shot that. Right. Um, yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> right. But, um, right. But you just, I mean, talk, talk to Graham about that day. Um, okay. Like all it right. was, he, I mean, that, that was one of those days where like when we were bringing Graham in, it was one of the things that was like, because he's got access to all like housing for these cameras mm-hmm. for underwater stuff. And we didn't like, it was a whole thing and, and shooting outside in the dead of winter in water with a kid, man, at, at, at night, um, is, uh, it's really hard. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, we shot a train, an actual train. Mm. Oh, we cool. shot a train at night on train tracks, a moving train. We had to shoot. Um, and again, imagine setups for that. Like if yeah. you don't get what you need, you're waiting 45 minutes to an hour. for. It to, oh man. Um, run the train again. Yep. <laughs> uh, we, we actually, we actually have a shot in the film. Um, and I remember this specifically, I remember Zach, uh, the producer, Zach Spicer. Um, so the train would come by and we were trying to get these very difficult shots. Um, and then it would slowly move back after we went through and then it would slowly move back to the starting point, which took like 30 minutes. Um, and when it was slowly moving back, the actor was still in his spot. And Zach was like, why don't you just try, just try shoot this. You can reverse it. And I was like, it's not going to, Sure, let's do it, and we used it. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, it, 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 like it, 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 it works great. Um, is it the shot in the trailer? Because, is it in the trailer? I man, is it the I one of him, If it's the one of him looking down at the camera as and it pans like left or right with it, it's one of those. So of if you, when car? you see the film, you'll see that there's various cuts. Okay, uh, gotcha. With, but it, it's some. It's one of those shots. Yes, cool. One of those shots ended up being used, and it was because they were moving. Uh, because it was a slow-mo shot but because they were moving so slow like on the way back we could actually get the shot because the train was moving slow enough to actually capture it and frame it properly that's cool and because Mm -hmm. it was so slow-mo if you slow down a slow shot it all feels kind of the same anyway so you don't know that it's slow if that makes sense totally um and it ended up like you know that kind of stuff like we you just you kind of to, to make a movie you need you you're going to have like a hundred to a thousand things that don't go the way you plan. And yep. you just, 
you want to get more breaks that actually end up being things that benefit you than and you just hope that more things break your way than against you. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of where it is. What a cool um, example some, of that. Yeah. Go ahead. The snow, we had a snow night and, um, like, again, we had shot, we had shot the stuff with the child and he's in a scene and we're outside. And then we were shooting the other stuff. It was snowing hmm. and we couldn't get the child back. Right. Um, and we couldn't shoot it because it was snowing and it looked so good, the snow. And it was just like, and that snow is rare. You can't, you can't use it. Like it's, yeah. you, you shot, like <laughs> you can't just suddenly have, I mean, I thought about like, I was thinking like, okay, can the character say, and then I make the snow happen. It would make no sense, but it looks so cool. And the DP who's just like, Madeline's just running around being like, we, we, we got it. This looks so great. And I was like, I know, but it's not like it won't match. It won't match the forget like the scene. It won't match the continuity for any part of this movie. It'll be the only time. Yeah. But like, that's the kind of thing where it's like, you either want it to be always snowing and snow on the ground constantly or no weather at all. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's a, that's tough. Not only would it be the only snow of the film, it was probably the only snow of that winter because it rarely snows in Indiana (laughs) these days. Oh really? Yeah. So it's, uh, it'll be, you'll have like one snowstorm a year. Yeah. That's kind of where it is. You caught the the one on the the cold night. (laughs) It was, it was, it was so beautiful. I mean, I can't tell you how, like it, I, I wish she shot some stuff. Uh, just cause we're like, well, we can't shoot. We're stuck here right. for six hours and she shot some stuff. And I was just like, she was begging me because she knew how good it looked, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so her DP stuff is like, what can we do? I was like, I, I know, I know what you're thinking, it's so funny. Um, but like, uh, what? like it just, it would never be in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not going to happen. Like, no yeah. way. I do want to ask though. And we kind of spoke about, you know, the screenplay from the novel earlier, but you know, as a whole, what does this movie do differently than the book? Um, well, other than the two main characters switching genders, um, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, this, this movie is much more contained. It's much more, you know, again, living in, in shadows and what's not there in tension. Gotcha. And, and it, it's, it's much more, while I do think actually the book does a really good job. The main character in the book is Eric. And it's Erica in the movie. Mm. Um, we we are because it's a novel. We're able to be in Eric's head quite a bit. Right, right. But but it does branch out, and it's all over the place. And um, because it can, because it's a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like what we do, we get into Erica's head, and we put you in her head, and you're stuck in this very, like it, this. The, it's we. I t- you know this beautiful hotel, this massive hotel. And try to make a, um, like something that is intellectually claustrophobic. Gotcha. That's hard to do in um, such a big space, too. Isn't it? <laughs> it, it it is, but but just creating that. I mean, in the same way that I feel like The Shining's claustrophobic. Totally, sure. totally. Um, yeah. And, and you feel trapped, even though it's these huge spaces. And I wanted to get into that psychological space of feeling trapped in a way that the book the book had had so many other strands. It was it was serving. Right. That it didn't it didn't need to do that. It had moments, but like my favorite parts of the book were those moments where it got really weird and dark and in his head. And I wanted to just be like, wow, let's do everything that way. And so like the way it cuts, I tried to kind of I tried to make a lot of the cuts just feel like we're we're jumping from moment to moment to moment mm-hmm. without like there's very little like uh 
I, I, there's, I, I don't know the amount of establishing shots. It's, I, I don't know how many, but it, I, it couldn't be more than four. That was actually going to ask how that, yeah, how wanting to have that more, uh, psychologically, uh, um, uh, what's the word you use? Trapped. Just, yeah. Just kind of a trapped yeah. feeling how that affected I, the way you like framed your shots. Was there a lot more close oh, yeah. ups of people I'm and sure. stuff like we that? Met, we yeah. did a lot of, a lot of match frames too, where I'm like, I'm going to cut here to this person and this oh, cool. person I want there. And, cool. but the whole thing, I wanted it to feel like, um, it, I wanted it to have the, uh, to, to be kind of like moving in a direction, like, a like this, I, I, this character is sort of like a shark where she, she must keep moving okay. or she'll die. And I wanted the film to feel that way where it's just, it, I wanted it to cut like a dream, like a nightmare, gotcha. not cool. cut like, like, establishing shots release tension and right. put you in a place and they let the audience know here's where you are reset right. and i'm like nope you're going right in you're yeah. going right in you're going back and so i obviously i needed to establish the hotel but what you'll see in the movie the way it was done was not i didn't want it to put i, I wanted it to feel uncomfortably like you're 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 just trying to catch up with what's happening and then not let you catch up i love that that's that's mm -hmm. totally the way I, I love stories to unfold too i like to be thrown in at the deep end and i like to like I like it when I'm forced to figure out what's going on. Keep it tight with those yeah. lenses. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And Drew, Drew knows I love, I love me a close up. Yeah, uh, I like 75 all, yeah. Day. Yeah. <laughs> all, all day long. So, okay. Um, again, we don't want to keep you too long. You're busy guys. So we have just a couple more quick ones for you. I want to know. So I know between films, when I go from film to film, I want to, I want my next one. I want to have leveled up in some yeah, way. No I want to do something. No lateral move. Yeah, no lateral move. I can't just do the same level of work from one film to the next. The next one needs to have something about it that I feel like, okay, I've right. leveled up here. I've gotten better. What do you feel like you leveled up on in in this versus uh, Miss White Light? I mean, I, I come from uh, a series of films that were very like in that um, American indie dramedy vein of uh, like – so character based and so like um that that it was and they, and they all tended to ultimately want you to feel better about being alive and they, they all felt that way they were written that way they were shot that way where it's just like here's these people let's live with them it's all about these characters um and this one the level up i think came completely a complete aesthetic overhaul for everything i've ever done cool to be honest i i went in there saying like this is different than anything i've done um, a, because it comes from someone else. It comes from the mind of Michael Carita. That's right. the seed of the whole thing. Um, and also genre wise, everything I, um, I, I wanted to, uh, I mean, visually every, all aspects of the, of the, and I don't want to say technical because I think that's mm -hmm. a huge disservice, but the, but it's way more than visual too. Um, right. but the visual, the sonic landscape, the editorial um, approach, the the actor approach, the everything about it, like how how they were, how they moved, how they the types of actors we used, the the performances that 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 I I pushed for and that they they wanted to do as well. Every part of it was was way more precise. Where in like Miss White Light, I want I want these two actors to, to connect. And if I got the right actors, every way they connect is going to be great. Just find the connection, find the moment. Awesome. Um, and find the beats. This is different. This was like, um, you have to, you have to emerge from the, from the depth of field blur like this for this to work. 
but mm-hmm. it's actually character appropriate. It's not just technical. It, and, and like, that's, that's where like, um, these actors, I mean, this is like the kind of thing that, that, uh, uh, Bethany, uh, Joy Lenz would really understand was she knows when you're telling her, like, you don't need to go and say like, okay, you're running and, and you're, you're emerging, but you have to kind of hit this exact cue at this time at this speed. Um, because your character wants you, she's like, no, just tell me. I I know why my character is doing everything it's doing. Just tell me if you want me to go faster or slower. Unless you <laughs> see a problem, I don't need that. Like, I've done the work. I know what to do. And that's what, <laughs> like, I don't want to teach. I don't want to teach actors how to act. I don't want right. to teach a DP how to create whatever. I want people that just are great at their yeah, stuff, better totally. than I could ever be. Oh, yeah. And then, so the level up really was, I, I was able to, 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 budgetarily do extensive searches and and find people that I thought were very specifically correct for all these things. So I was able to just not fuck it up. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, really it's like, I know the director, I think I have very limited talent. It's more about the people that you get to work with you that make it really good. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that was a lesson. I mean, that was really the lesson was like, if I'm the one carrying all the creative weight, Mm -hmm. um, it, it might be good for some version of your ego, but it's, it's not good yeah. for the movie. Nope. Not at all. No. Not at all. You got to be able to get outside of your head and let other people have a crack at the creative stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was a heavy theme in episode 19 with you too, Paul. Like you talked about having the right people and being mm-hmm. good at one thing and sticking to that craft. And it's clear that you not only talked about it in the past podcast, but you've implemented it into your, yeah. your work field as well. Yeah. And that's really cool. I, I do have one more question for you um, before we wrap up. And have you talked to Michael Carita about the film? Has he seen it? Does he like it? Have you, have you chatted with him? Oh yeah. So Michael, Michael's an EP on this film and oh, Michael yeah, so was he's been very close. Yeah. To I mean, but, but like, cool. Uh, I, I, I outlined and, and then talked with him extensively about each step of each version of, of each outline before writing and then each draft and then everything he's been there very, and I say not, not hands-on in a, like he let me do yeah, yeah. what I, not what negative. I want, what, what I wanted to do and what this film needed. He wasn't getting in the way, but That's he great. was there yeah. and he see, he saw every cut of this film throughout the post He's cool. been heavily involved, so there's no surprises. There was never a point where he was like, "Good, well, let's see what you guys are up to." I mean, he 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 he's been on top of it the whole way. That's great, um, and and it was very comforting. So I I knew that like there was never going to be the most important thing to me was. I gotta, I gotta not piss off the author. It'd be crushing. Yeah. Man. That'd be crushing yeah. it, to like disappoint yeah. the author. That's yeah. why I asked. Yeah. I was like, what's he really I think wanna, of this? I didn't want a Stephen King Kubrick moment where he's just like, <laughs> well, the Kubrick didn't care. <laughs> Kubrick didn't care, but, but I did, I did yeah. care. Um, and I, I, I wanted to honor this story that, that this crazy story that he came up with. It came from the hotels. It came from growing up here hmm. that I just didn't want to like, uh, just kind of throw that aside and be like, oh, we got a cool set. I'm going to make a horror film. Like I wanted to be like every step of the way. Um, I found out what was important to him and kept all of that and and really leaned towards that. Smart. That's really smart. Yeah. 
Right. Well, I cannot wait to to check it out. I'm yeah. actually really looking forward to it, especially like I said after last weekend, just like kind of being in the midst of the area, learning more about the area, and the community is just embracing it, which I think is just really cool. Uh, being yeah, it's from, been great. It's it's so cool, and and we're so excited. And and again, Paul, thank you so much yeah, for uh, joining us. Oh and, yeah, thank you. And this it's been great. it's been super fun having you and chatting with you again. Where can people check this out? It's out today, March 25th. It's in theaters on the 25th. Um, and I think we've got like, there's a list of cities. I feel like it's in like 12 or 13 um, cities and in, in like various theaters. Cool. And then it goes on demand pretty much everywhere. Um, so like any, any place that you, you know, the iTunes and Amazon, whatever Google's right. thing is. And uh, Amazon, the whole same thing, day. Yeah. Same day. Uh, no, it, uh, the 29th. Okay. Gotcha. That's when that comes gotcha. Out. So there'll be a little tiny gap. Uh, middle of next week when that'll be available everywhere. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm super looking forward to uh, watching it, see if uh, Salt Lake is one of the cities that it's that it's playing in. And if yeah. not, we'll get it on, on demand and check it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me know. Let me know when you watch it. Yeah, we'll do. We will. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Paul. Thank you again yeah, thank so you. much for joining us. Yeah, and thank you guys. Dude, this is a ton of fun. Anytime. I'm so glad I got to talk to you finally. <laughs> Hopefully yes, this won't yes, be the last absolutely. time. Next time you uh, have a movie in pre-production or post or it's on, at its release, we'll, we're more than happy to chat yeah, with you. Absolutely. It's, That'd be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll just make this a, a recurring a recurring thing. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> good luck with your, hopefully we were a good warm up for your uh, press tour this week. Yeah, so right. good luck with that, my man. <laughs> it's, it, you're, you're, honestly, you're best getting it at the beginning because you start saying the same stuff and you're like, yeah, I, yeah. I just repeat myself. Yeah. Yeah. We got you so, fresh. Yeah. You got, yeah. you got the best version of me. I <laughs> awesome. promise you. Love it, man. Right on. Well, thanks a ton, Paul. We appreciate thanks, it. Paul. We will and talk to you soon. All right. Thanks guys. Thanks, All right. Man. Later, man. How cool is that guy? Uh, he's rad. Uh, what yeah. a fun time! Uh, again, I was so bummed that I didn't get to talk to him the first time. That this was uh, this was really really rad for me to to get to chat with him about filmmaking and stuff. Yeah, and you can tell like it's got a soft spot just from being from my area too. Oh, yeah. And like oh, I definitely. said, I mentioned that earlier, but definitely go back and listen to episode nineteen mm-hmm. uh, with Paul. That you'll get to know him a little bit better, and with his previous film yeah. and just him in general as a writer and director. And then yeah. also episode nine with Graham Sheldon, yes, who was the camera operator so had, for So Cold the River. So we had episode nine was with Graham, and then episode nineteen with Paul the first time. Uh-huh. This episode is episode number thirty nine. Huh? Yeah, interesting. I, wonder, I don't know what twenty nine was, but uh, yeah, wasn't. I mean, it wasn't him. But yeah, no, it's interesting. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, like it just kind of worked out that way, like not on purpose. Well, I'm super excited to check out the film. Yeah, uh, it's in select theaters today, March 25th, mm-hmm. and on March 29th, it is on digital and on yep. demand. So you know, like he was saying, Prime and iTunes and things mm-hmm. of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, yep. so we have one more thing uh, we want to do, and and that is that Paul has released a, an exclusive clip from the film that yeah, neither- coming soon. Net. It's it's on this YouTube channel. It's oh, okay. It's on coming soon. So cool. I know coming soon. I watch uh, coming soon.net stuff. Awesome. Uh, and I follow them on Twitter and stuff. Um, so yeah, they have an exclusive clip from the film that neither Drew or I have watched. No. And so we thought we would do our um our uh, blind reactions. Blind reaction to it and just watch it right now. Let's do it. Yep. All right, so here we go. This is the exclusive So Called the River clip starring Bethany Joy Lenz from coming soon.net. We will link this in the description now. Whenever you're ready, let it all out. Hopes, dreams, regrets. In a hospital? Yeah, the guy's like almost dead, huh? Yeah, old. Okay. She can't say I didn't try. Yikes. The monitor, which seems to be a black Hello. magic monitor, oh. uh, from judging from the record signal, um, he's having facial reactions in the camera and he's not doing them in real life. That's creepy. Oh, whoa. You see that? Yeah. You messing with me, Campbell? Yeah, I think he is. 
That's not a creepy laugh. <laughs> oh, come on. It's creepy when it cuts back to him and he's yeah. just right. in there. Okay, that's good. It's a good one. You got me. That's, that's super fun. Well, you feel like talking? Yes. Holy he speaks. Pardon my, uh... Whoa, that's cool. That was kind of cool. <laughs> okay, so this job, I'm supposed to find out about your past before Chicago. Do you feel like saying anything? There's not much to say. And whatever you do say is only going to be when I'm looking through the camera, is that right? Yeah, I'm super excited to check out the film. It's going to be sick. Yeah, it looks really, really interesting. Uh, I, I love myself a good, like, like adult thriller. Yeah. Like, that's kind of my jam. Yeah. Like, dark thriller, stuff like that. So, super excited to check it out. I hope it's going to be here. If not, uh, you know, got we got our little uh, theaters, our yeah. projectors and stuff that we Which can still I, watch it pretty big on. I got to go replace the bulb in mine that's right, right now. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, thank you again, everybody, for listening. If you have a few minutes and you so desire, go to your podcast listening platform of choice. Please. And give it, please. We would love that. Give us a rating and review on ones that support that stuff. Spotify, support. Yeah ratings now which is which is top notch that's great uh obviously apple podcast yeah. does reviews and ratings stuff like that so whatever you listen to if you want to if you feel like being nice so if you enjoy listening to us uh talk about all this random stuff uh give us a good rating and we will see you all next time thank you guys for listening thank you bye bye